Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raf. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rath. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches in college football history. We may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, we're back again. This is The Drive, 93.7 The Ticket. It is Monday, Nebraska football. Over the weekend, some portal news. In the words of Tupac, changes. Changes. <laughs> Seen old changes. Lots of changes. Uh, in regards to the draft, and Nick, I'll let you get on to the – I'll talk about the draft first. Yeah. And then I'll let you hit the uh, – actually, let's talk about the portal first. Then okay. we'll hit the draft. Guys that are out, we're down to 88 scholarships now. Yeah. Who's all gone? Richard Torres. Yeah. Richard Torres, Victor Jones Jr., Logan Smothers, Stefan Wynn Jr., Sean Hardy, Braxton Clark, Noah Pula Gates, Casey Thompson, Jaleel Martin, and A.J. Allen. A.J. Allen was the one that left yesterday. Yep. Uh, the defensive back, the freshman defensive backs, that they left on Saturday, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, uh, Obviously, from from Friday to Sunday, Nebraska loses Noah Pula Gates, Casey Thompson, Jaleel Martin, and AJ Allen. Um, Nebraska currently sits at eighty eight scholarships. Um, I, I I'm wondering if it's going to be a case somewhat of guys retiring from football rather yeah. than portal. Mm-hmm. Um. I think you'll have a few more announcements because there's the there's some days. there's some whispers of that of, yeah. uh, re- regarding retirement from football and just saying mm-hmm. hey I'm instead of going into the portal um, we're just gonna move on. No, um, I read a story too about Casey Thompson, for instance, and yeah. I I actually kind of think Casey and Logan might be in the same boat where they're kind of doing kind of like the Casey Tomanaga, like they're going to test the waters. But I would not be surprised one bit if Casey or Logan returned back to the team. I would be surprised if Casey returns back. Casey's going to have options. Yeah. Most importantly, Auburn, the Auburn Tigers. Casey is a guy that a team that is has struggled at quarterback, or even a guy that was just mediocre last year. But yeah. obviously, it's got to be the right fit, right offense. Casey can Casey go to a lot of places. Uh, very. Yeah. He's got a lot of tape to where Smothers the thing to where it's a little different. Obviously, Smothers yeah. being younger too, though. There's an upside to that, but if you're looking for a guy that if you're just a quarterback away from having a decent season or even a good season, yeah. then you, you you're going to be you eyeing Casey that, you big take time. That flyer. Absolutely, yeah. I think I think Casey and his football IQ attractive. though is one. It's exceptional, so it'd be. I don't think it'd be a problem for him to learn a new offense or anything no. like that. So no, yeah. So I mean, Nebraska now. I mean, they 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 have three quarterbacks on their roster, scholarship quarterbacks, I should say, mm-hmm. five scholarship running backs. Um, I mean, we can just go through yeah. seven tight ends, eleven wide receivers. That wide receiver room is real interesting, though, because you're you're banking on either. I mean, Billy Kemp's probably excuse me, Billy Kemp's probably going to be your number one guy, but then you're banking on some sort of production from Xavier Betts, Isaiah Garcia, Castaneda, mm-hmm. Marcus Washington, Washington, and Joshua Fleeks. 
uh, because other than those five guys, the rest are true freshmen that aren't mm-hmm. even on campus quite yet. Yeah. Right. Um, Nebraska sitting there with 14 offensive linemen, 13 defensive linemen after Stephon Wynn Jr. decides to leave, mm-hmm. 13 linebackers, nine safeties, 10 cornerbacks, and four specialists. Um, so I would expect there to be a guy move on from the linebacker room. I also expect another one out of the tight end room. Um, I would maybe I, I would bank on two guys from maybe that linebacker room going and and one from that. How tight many end backers room. we got right now? We're sitting at how many? Thirteen. Thirteen of them. Yeah. yeah. And then I think there were a heavy on defensive backs too. There might be. Yeah. There's there's a back. total if you. There's 19 total defensive backs. Yeah, so I would, uh, sit I would between safety and corners. You might see one or two more of those mm-hmm. too. But I think, um, obviously, there's a couple names that you would not be surprised to see. Uh, but once again, I think it might be more of a case with a couple guys, more of just a retiring from football rather mm-hmm. than going to the portal. Mm-hmm. And with that, you don't have to make a decision or announce it by the 30th. So right, it's 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 a. It's the new lay of the land for college football, man. I mean, your rosters are going to be flipped a lot, uh, some more than others, uh, if you would. But the days of Nebraska hold on to guys for, you know, heck, three years even this, this day and age, man. It's just different. Yeah. You know, um, it's just it's just a different landscape that we're playing on right now. So, meaning you've got to recruit your roster daily, man. Yep. And i tell you what else. <laughs> you've got to be very careful who you offer a scholarship to. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it makes it to the point right now to where you've got to yeah. make sure you've done your due diligence. Yep. It kind of goes back to the conversation we had that. a few weeks ago about on uh, recruiting and development. Perhaps we had it talked about in culture. Yep. Make sure. Now, are you going to always get it right? No. no. No coach ever has. No coach ever will. Right. But you have to minimize your damage as much as you possibly can. Yep. That if this kid doesn't pan out, um, I can't have six or seven of them that don't. Mm-hmm. You, you just can't. you, you got to hit on at least 40%. And I would say in Nebraska and states where they got to hit higher than yeah, that right now. Yeah, but you know, because you, you even start... if they do develop, who you say they don't leave somewhere else? Oh, so yeah. all of those different factors that weren't factors even six years ago, heck, four years ago, are all factors right now. You know, so um, yeah, well, it, it's it's a lot. And Kent says this: Do you think Thompson, Casey Thompson, seeing more quarterback running, maybe his injury creates a concern for him? Kent, I'll be honest, I, I don't think so at all. I, I knowing, knowing Casey. I don't think that played a part into it at all. Yeah. Um, I think I think Casey believes that he is the best quarterback in that room. Um, I would actually agree. With a body of work to prove it. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would agree that Casey's the best quarterback in that room. Um, I, I said it a couple weeks ago before I've I kind of thought about the idea of Casey leaving um, that I was going to be interested in that quarterback battle because. You have this – we talked about it on Friday, mm-hmm. right? This this uh, this bias – I'm trying to think the, the unintentional bias. Yeah, that unconscious this, bias. Un, thank you, unconscious yeah, yeah. bias. Mm-hmm. I, was, I knew I was missing the word. Uh-huh. Unconscious bias that the staff has maybe towards Jeff Sims, and that's not their fault. Every staff has it. I'm not saying yeah. that's a negative. Yeah. But you have that, and if, if Casey goes out yeah. and outperforms him, yeah. That that puts the staff in a real bind. Yeah. I mean, that's that. For example, that's like Tristan Jebbia back in 2018, maybe being the better quarterback than Adrian Martinez at that time, but they chose to play Adrian Martinez yeah. and start him as a freshman mm-hmm. because number one, you wanted to get younger. Number two, 
that was your guy. That right. was just your guy. It's simple as that. Yeah. And I, I know I know the door's say, not I know the door's not closed for Casey yeah. Thompson, but I find it very hard that somebody isn't going to want or attract Casey Thompson. Yeah. No, I, I find it you. very difficult. And I wonder too, you know, about the fans and people, you know, and maybe an unconscious bias towards Casey Thompson also. You know? mm-hmm. So I was interested to see what the fall would play out with the quarterback battle just to see who it was. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that us looking in on the program and stuff like that, I think we develop our unconscious biases, bias towards players. Maybe. Maybe. But, like, if you look – now, I mean, in, in all honesty, I mean, you look at the stats for both guys, they're not great. Yeah. They're not great. I think, I think what – Everybody believes that since Casey Thompson is leaving, that number one, it was all his choice. Number two, um, that he just couldn't run. Like Casey, yeah. Casey Thompson was capable of running. Yeah, he can run. He he can he can run. He could yeah. run this offense. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not to the athleticism it's just not part that of his Jeff game. Yeah, I maybe, maybe not to the athleticism that Jeff Sims has. And Jeff yeah. Sims is a, is a great athlete. Don't get me wrong. Um, and I I think Jeff Sims can. If Nebraska, I mean, if Nebraska day, has a good offensive line and has a quality running back room, which I think they do, this this offense could be just fine. Yeah. But I think there's something something to be said for a healthy quarterback competition, yeah. and now Nebraska's not going to have that. At even the, even if Logan Smothers comes back, Nebraska's not having a, a quarterback competition. And at the end of the day, it's going to come down to if Jeff Sims comes out and plays quality, good football, there won't be a word said about it. But on the other hand, if he struggles, yeah. first thing out of people's mouths will be, why oh, is Jay-Z Thompson all oh, yeah, And you know Thompson. what, though? That's been true since yep. Frazier, Berenger. Yep. Not so much for when Tommy got hurt, when he's going to come back in the game. You know, my thing with Jeff Sims and Casey, of course, this, I hated to see Casey go, but I, I get it. I understand oh, I, it. I do, I do too. That's the new, that's the new call up the landscape we're in. Yep. But at the same time, um, I'm, I'm going to reserve judgment on Sims until he actually plays a game, yep. just like I am with the entire team. Because nothing has been done yet, so anybody to uh, uh, to think hypothetical. Oh, oh, this is all hypotheticals right now. Yeah, you know this is all and hypotheticals. I, think, I actually think too that the success of Nebraska football next year from the offensive side of the ball is predicated on the running game. Absolutely, which starts with the O line because it'll make it'll make everything easier. Absolutely on, on the quarterback, but. To me, the most just, critical part man. is how does the offensive line improve? Because to me, it doesn't matter who you have playing running back, who you have playing quarterback. Because if there is no room to run or no room yep. to pass or no time to pass, uh, none of that's going to mean a thing, man. So to me, they, 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 it's more than just Jeff Sims that has some things to prove. The entire team does, oh, defensively, yeah. offensively, special teams, et cetera. I thought it was interesting, too. Uh, there was somebody that posted something on Twitter yesterday, I believe it was. Uh, it was yesterday or the day before. Uh, that, that Some rumor had started that Bushini had hit the transfer portal. Yeah. Uh, and he actually chimed in himself. Personally, it's like, no. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Still here. Yeah, that's that's it shows you the type of craziness that's out there right now in Twitter sphere and social media platforms, et cetera. Uh, until you see something official, don't believe anything. You know, it's like that same belief: uh, half of what you see, none of what you hear. You know, because there's going to be a lot of rumors when the windows going out there uh, this time of year. Even that over oh, the portals closed, they're still going to hear yeah. things like, "Well, this guy may not be here in the fall. No. This guy might." Well, we don't know any of that yet. The, I think just looking forward. I mean, and we got this off the text line, cheeseburger. Quarterback room scares the hell out of me. Number one, we has a history of being hurt. The backup quarterback stepped up last year after starting in at Florida State and looked like a high school quarterback in that system. <laughs> and who is our third option? I, I think that, that kind of goes into to a lot of what we're all saying is like, 
if if Jeff Sims is unable to stay healthy, trouble. I mean, you're talking about a major drop off yeah. for the sixth year in a row. But the guy, the guy that I think a lot of people forgot a lot about is Chuba. You never. Well, no, that's, that's who stepped in last year. But you never really. But you never really. I'm I'm thinking that he struggled last year. You know, he struggled. Yeah. But I think getting a year, you know, playing, being in the getting in this system. I think is, I think he can be a serviceable. Man, well, think about this: backup. what we've seen last year, and to me, I just don't know. But do you think a lot, a lot of it was a lack of preparation and a lack of reps too? Because we heard that a number of times that yeah. he didn't even practice. I mean, he was in practice but never took any reps. Well, I, I would hope that philosophy would change. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if a guy hasn't taken reps, I can only blame a kid so much when he's not been prepared to play. And I yeah. like it. You, you know like what I'm saying? Because did they, we did we or did we not hear that quite a bit? Yeah, but it didn't even take any snaps. And, and then you throw him in right in there. What's that? And they've seen lie, like you come in as a quarterback and you're seven and seven, or you have a green jersey on. I know you're not going to get tackled. You can look like a practice all star. Oh yeah, day. but so, that's but that but guys, that's that's what every backup quarterback faces in practice, though. And then but then it pisses people off, myself included, when Minnesota comes in and Kaliak Manis just comes over, throws it all over Nebraska's defense. But I think what Rav's point is. We need to start doing more that where quarterbacks oh, I, are playing get hit oh, live. I, I understand. Yeah. I understand that. And but to I'm your saying, point, I agree. It, it, because other bullets, teams have backup bullets. quarterbacks, yeah. and we've seen them just beat us like they they lose yeah. a step. Yeah, it's it's been the, it's, the most dramatic drop off. It's frustrating to see past. other teams have injuries in certain key positions, and there's no drop off yeah. or very little. We have those same ones. It's almost like we didn't even know that the guys meeting the center for the first time yeah. ever. Yeah, those are things to me. Are, again, seem like a lack of. It's not seem like it was a lack of preparation. That's all there was to it. Mm-hmm. Now, and the thing about it, game against Michigan when he started, I mean, he looked like a, a like a deer in headlights. Yeah. Which makes me leads me to believe how many live. Well, we know there wasn't live reps. None. There were none. Like, there were none. So you can look like a practice all star all day long. I I'll go out there today and play quarterback. If you tell me they're not going to touch me, yeah, and look decent. When the bullets start flying, that's a different, yeah. different thing, man. You're it's in the changed. stress and heat of a game, and there you are live. You're not prepared. So basically. You're preparing someone to be unprepared. That's exactly. what you're doing. Yep. That's all you're doing by having uh, so many practices where these quarterbacks cannot be hit. Make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And you know, in the spring game, there's a lot of people that grade at coaching, grade at this. I don't care about that. You know what I care? They were hitting. Yep. You had a true look at what a guy would do in a real-type game atmosphere. You know, 60,000-plus people there. Now, we can grade coaches, grade positions, everything else, and, and we're supposed to. We're supposed to. Yeah. But the main thing that I enjoyed seeing was going to pay the biggest dividends. They got to see guys live action, yep. real tackles. Yep. You know, so that part was good to hear. Now, does that equate to wins on Saturday? Again, we just don't know yet. Yeah. So I'm just looking at, at last year's statistics, and I, 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 would, I would hope that there's some, some progress made. Chubba Purdy last year, 22 of 48 through the air in six games. He completed 22 passes in six games. Zero touchdowns, three picks. Had 147 passing yards. Kaliak Manis, in 11 games, had four interceptions. Mm-hmm. In 11 games. Yeah. And so, it's just, I understand you can't blame necessarily the quarterback specifically and, I, and that there's new staff, so hopefully that does play a part. But there's, there's concern. There is, there, there is concern. Yeah. Or it's, it's legitimate. Because yeah. reality is this. You look at our history, Nebraska chronologically in the past. We've seen this movie. We see the you know the debacles the the, uh, the lack of prepare, preparation, and Kyle W. I agree with you, man. 
not, not getting reps during practice, yeah. and you got to look at your coordinator, your coach. I mean, that's just the bottom line. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you, he was not prepared. And you're not full, yeah, you're not fully preparing your people, not taking live action. That's well, what's been well, here's what's crazy, guys. Now, now, I would almost say Chubba Purdy got more reps last year in practice than Logan Smothers. Chubba Purdy, you people forget yeah. Chubba Purdy was Mark Whipple's guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chubba Purdy is That's who they brought in. Yep. Yep. So I, I, I don't know if I necessarily I buy that with Logan Smothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not so sure about about Chubba Purdy because mm-hmm. also, but reps- remember last year it was this whole conversation of like we didn't know if they were playing the best guy or not. Right. Yeah. It w- once once uh once the Casey Thompson got injured, it was <laughs> like we don't we have no clue no if they're idea. playing the yeah. best guy or not. No idea. And so, but, and, and part of that's, once again, 100% on the coaching staff, yeah. but whoever their backup was, whether that was Heinrich Harburg, whether that was Chubb Purdy, whether it was Logan Smothers, I don't understand why, and this I just speaks for the staff, I suppose, in a way, I just don't understand maybe why you wouldn't play whoever the backup is in that case, if you don't feel like if it, whoever's the most prepared. Yeah. I don't know. I, I understand I don't maybe think they, writing was I don't on even the wall. I think but. they knew who was the most prepared because – which is a problem. If you're not taking, if, <laughs> if you're not going live, live, yeah. you don't, you don't know how, how anyone's going to react. Because when you're, when you're back there in the pocket and you know that no one can touch you, that changes everything, everything. Oh, I, I agree with that. Yeah. It's, I, I 100% agree. I, like I said, I, I, you would love to have Casey still back here, but he's not. That nope. ship has sailed. Um, I'm with you and Nick. Is the door closed from return? No, but I, I, I don't see that happening. But in this day and age of college sports, yeah, never, I'm never no. going to say never to anything. But I think he's got way too many suitors out there to where um, uh, that he could be in another squad here fairly quickly. Yeah. The thing we got to worry about is here who's on campus right now. We got to call her in real quick before our break. We had to call it real fast. Chris is on the line. Chris, good morning. What's happening? Hey, great show, guys. Yeah, Thank you I, much. You know, they say that Smothers had a door open um, to come back, which I, I really hope so because he's yeah. been consistently – Worked over, you know. Um, he's far better than Chuba or Harburg. He probably threw the best pass of any quarterback on, on staff last year, that 30-yard rope across the field to Washington on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Palmer doesn't drop the, the fourth down pass. We might even win that game. Um, uh, I mean, we have a chance. It'd be a long shot. But, uh, mm-hmm. but that was a big drop by Palmer, which is why he dropped to the sixth round. He doesn't catch the ball very well. He uses his chest, um, but uh, and I'm, I'm not and I'm not happy with the running back room. I've never been a Gabe Irvin fan. Uh, every year he's supposed to break out and he just breaks. Um, and you know, Ramir, they just don't like to, to play him. It's a, it's an odd number year though, so Ramir might get some playing time. The even number years, they forget he's on the team. Um, so you know, it's his fifth year. Maybe they'll they'll realize he's he's, he's pretty decent, yeah. um, and so and Grant is, is good, but uh, but we got to have the O line too, so we'll exactly. find out uh, if he's you know what kind of O line coach we got. But uh, I hope Smothers comes back. I really like Smothers. Um, he's a, he's a, he, he, we could win with Smothers and in, in as a quarterback. We can't win with Purdy or or for Harburg. They're not capable of giving us wins. Chris, appreciate sure appreciate the call, Thank man. You. Appreciate the call. Appreciate you checking in. You know, and Chris said something, too. Again, um, everything else, but to me, it starts with the O-line. 
because if the court, yep. if Jeff is running for his life, you're open up the chance for him yep. to get you know cold clocked, whether it's Purdy. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, whether it's Smothers, if he decides to come back, it's Purdy. It doesn't matter who's back there. If we cannot protect our yeah. quarterback, um, him not being prepared is, yeah. is the secondary thing in my mind because if they can't protect him, he's going to be running for his life anyway. And I think, I think too, also with Gabe Irvin, I think he'll have a breakout year. I'm I, gonna, I, he was coming into his own when he blew out his knee his freshman year mm-hmm. and coming off an ACL injury. You can say you're back to 100%, but you don't really have that. I don't think you have that full confidence and explosion. This year, after a year, he gets it back. He's going to have a big year. I think. Write it down. I think this year, and I really, I really liked Brian Applewhite as a running back coach. I want to say that. Um, Mm -hmm. I think Gabe Irvin and and Ramir Johnson in that. Gabe Irvin, it's such a weird story. I think Nebraska is honestly lucky that he hasn't decided to move on. I I think that they're they're pretty lucky because there's. There's schools out there that would like him. I understand the production level might not be there, um, obviously, with the injury in 2021. But, (coughs) excuse me, Ramir Johnson, though, people might forget that last year he was moved to wide receiver. And it was was one of those things where we would ask Coach Frost or, or, or Mark Whipple, and we'd be like, where's Ramir? Why isn't Ramir on the field? What what's going on with Ramir? And they would give us this. Oh, he's just not. He's not ready to move to. He's not ready to play a wide receiver yep. yet. Well, he's good at running back. Mm-hmm. We know he can play running back. He yeah. was your leading rusher in twenty twenty one after injuries when he started fifth on the depth chart. We know he can play running back. Didn't that seem that was eons ago? Yes. You know what's funny about it? <laughs> but it's like so. But what's then, funny I, about wow. it is it might actually pay off for Nebraska <laughs> that he did not play that much yeah. because it seemed like in the spring game. He looked more explosive to me, yep. and now he's got that he's got that chip on his shoulder that's even bigger than what it was before. Doesn't have the mileage on the legs for sure. So, so it might it might pay off advantageous for Nebraska mm-hmm. that what happened last year. I mean, it was kind of a travesty of what yeah. happened, but now it might pay off, you know, in a positive. And right. I think in addition, guys, I mean, last year's staff or the previous staff, there was I mean, we talked about at the beginning of the season. It, the writing was somewhat on the wall of they need to they need to have a dramatic turnaround to stay coaching here. Yeah. And I think a lot of what they did through the transfer portal was so, somewhat last ditch efforts. They tried to get old, they tried to get experience. They did so with Casey Thompson, they did so with Anthony Grant. Um O'Shawn. Same with Marcus Washington, O'Shawn, Trey mm-hmm. Palmer. I, if you look at th- it's it's too contra- it's, I mean it's so much you know compare and contrast I guess from this staff and the the previous staff because you had them somewhat of a last ditch effort of we got to get old and we got to get fast guys that we don't have to necessarily yep. develop that can we know that they can play football we need those guys here and just hope something sticks on the wall right where now this year it's hey we want to get young and you see guys like Stefan Wynn you see Casey Thompson you see uh, Noah or Braxton Clark. You, Logan Smothers, you see these guys leaving mm-hmm. or getting shown the door and saying, hey, we need to get young. Yeah. And so everything's playing into this whole I- idea that this year it's not going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. But that's somewhat what she signed up for, unfortunately, with a, with a nine-year contract. Yeah, you know. As, much, may- as, as much as you want to say win now. As much yeah, as you want to say win now. I, I think there's 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 got to be a, a hint of caution because, again, we just don't know what to expect, yep. man. Like I said, and we'll talk more when we come back from the break. There's a lot more to unpack here uh, as far as who got drafted uh, from Nebraska, who signed an um, uh, undrafted free agency, uh, who got invited to camps, 
uh, et cetera. So we're going to definitely unpack a lot more when we come back. This is The Drive with AD and Raph and Nick. 91.7 to take. We'll be right back.